Hello, springtime lovers. Welcome to Nutrition Nuptials podcast. A few announcements before we get into today's double date episode. We have a couple of updates happening over in the social realm. So the Nutrition Nuptials podcast VIP after party is now a page over on Facebook. So take a moment to like us and we'll be posting all things show related there going forward, which includes weekly questions we have following the show and our little teaser sound bites that we like to share of our upcoming episodes. The group that we currently have will be closing at the end of April. So make sure you head on over and like our new page on Facebook. And along with that, our Instagram handle has actually been updated as well. So we are now the Nutrition Nuptials podcast over on Instagram. And we've actually created a new Instagram account just 100% dedicated to the podcast there. So make sure you head over, follow us and keep up with the show over on Instagram. Congratulations are in order today for our guest, Zach Cordell. Zach was recently announced as the Florida Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics recognized Young Dietitian of the Year. So way to go, Zach. Not only is Zach a fellow podcaster, and he has the Latter-day Saint Nutritionist podcast, which is all about faith, food, and science, but Zach is also an author of The Creation Code, God's Blueprint for Creating the Future You Want. And it's a really fascinating spin on how we use behavior change towards health. So in honor of Zach being a guest on our show this week, we are doing a giveaway of his book. But not just that, Zach's incredibly talented artistic wife, Alyssa, is also going to be giving away some handmade art cards as well. So if you'd like to win a copy of Zach's book, along with Alyssa's handmade art cards, head on over to Instagram and make sure you're following the Nutrition Nuptials podcast Instagram page, and you'll get more info on how to enter to win our giveaway there. And if you're on our email list, you'll be getting info in your inbox today. If you're not on our mailing list, head on over to nutritionnuptials.com slash starter guide to get our bride and couples starter guide, five days of meal plans, fitness, and self-care. And you'll be on our mailing list for updates like show giveaways, new episodes, blog posts, and more. And finally, a shout out to our crew over at Podigy. We love how easy they have made podcasting with their editing and podcast services so we can just focus on bringing you a great show every week. If you're looking to start a podcast or maybe you just want help with the tech stuff like editing, head over to podigy.co, that's P-O-D-I-G-Y dot C-O, and tell them Taco and Mandy from Nutrition Nuptial sent you. You'll get 25% off your first month of editing. And now, on with the show. It's the Nutrition Nuptials podcast with Taco and Mandy, where we're helping couples learn how to live their happily, healthfully ever after. Hello and welcome to Nutrition Nuptials Podcast, where we help couples go from a me to a we. I am your host, Mandy Enright, a registered dietitian who hates diets, and I am joined by the man of the hour, actually just one man of the hour, there's going to be more than one, Taco. What's up? Hey, Taco, guess what? What's up? It's double date time. It's double date time. (laughs) Cool. I'm looking forward to it. I am too. So our date joining us today is Zach and Alyssa Cordell. They are a couple based down in Ormond Beach, Florida. Zach is a fellow registered dietitian nutritionist. Actually, he refers to himself as a 
dietitian. Oh, okay. Not a dietitian. Not a. I don't know. We'll have to inquire about the dietitian versus dietitian. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's like an east side, west side type thing. Wow. We'll have to see. All right. And Zach is a nutrition professor at Daytona State, and he is married to the fabulous Alyssa. She is a former art teacher, a wife, and she refers to herself as a dope mom of twin girls. This is going to be good. You think you yeah, think you're ready for it? Uh, I'm ready for dope mom and the dietitian. All right. Well, let's bring <laughs> our couple in. Hey, Zach and Alyssa. How are you guys doing today? Hi, we're great. Yeah, we're doing here. pretty good. The girls went down without a fight, so everything's good here. That sounds like a win of a day to me. So if we I hear screaming so. in the background, we shouldn't be concerned. It's just the girls <laughs> being the girls, right? Correct. It's all good. And all right. we might ignore them just a little bit, and that's okay. okay. <laughs> they, they need to get used to it. I mean, in right. fairness, if Shiva barks, you know, that could be a thing, too. Yeah. <laughs> So, Zach and Alyssa, the first way I like to start all of my interviews is, how did you guys meet? Yeah, who's going to start the story? <laughs> you should. All right. So um, we went to school together and we were in the same like young single group at, at our church. I don't know why I lived in North Carolina and I grew up with all these people and I came back and no one threw me a party. <laughs> but Alyssa, who had not grown up where I'd lived there we for were, six right? months. Yeah. She was there six months and then came back and everybody's like, Alyssa's coming back. <laughs> And so they threw her this party. And so I went to her party <laughs> for her coming home party. We both came home in the same week. It was yeah. awesome. And so I met her at this party and it was a costume party in January. And uh, I was dressed up as a transformer because I, um, the truck Optimus Prime. Yeah. But I made it out of a cardboard box that was at my house. So I'm pretty resourceful, right? And Alyssa was T-Pain, Lil Wayne? Lil Wayne, yeah. L Lil Wayne? Lil Wayne. You can't Lil say little. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Lil. Lil Wayne. With my, Lil. my eyeliner tattoos. Yes, it was great. Lil. 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 Like Lil for Lillian, you know, yeah, but yeah. Lillian Wayne Phil doesn't Lil. really flow too much. Right. <laughs> and so we met there and uh, we were best friends for a year and we we're all like, you should date that person. Oh, I should date this person. Can you help me? And so like we would hook each other up with other people. We're like, yeah, you should date them. And uh, then after a year, we're like, what are we doing? And so I kissed her and the rest is history. <gasps> right. Aww. Really? Aww. Once we kissed, I was like, wow, he's the one. I, I mean, I got to say, that's a pretty powerful and... kiss. Right there. <laughs> I was going to say. That's, that's a heck of a kiss. When you kissed me well, for the first time, I can't say it was like the one, but I mean, <laughs> I stuck around for a summer. Yeah. I mean, that works. Go. it was good for at least the summer. I knew that. Yeah. I, well, I mean, you got to get the test period in, right? That trial period where you're like, hey, I got you in the door so we can yeah. see what we can do from here. Right, right, right. Yeah. And I didn't no. mess it up. I didn't mess it up on the first kiss. I didn't lock it in for a lifetime, but I didn't mess there it up. You, you know what? That's hey. all you need. That's all you need. Right. Yeah. To get to the next kiss. Yeah. And then to get to the next kiss. Right. And so That's on. basically <laughs> what I was doing. Boy, kiss to kiss. <laughs> <laughs> so from the sounds of things, it, it sounds like what you've told me that that kiss was so magical that you kind of like 
fast forwarded through the whole dating process. We did. I feel like we dated while we were friends in this way of like getting to know each other. And there was no like, you know, romantic intimacy to get in the way of getting to know each other. So that was pretty fast. You know, that whole year, we got to know each other really well. And then once we started dating, it was like, I never wanted to be that girl that was engaged for only four months. And then I was. No, and, we were engaged for <laughs> six months. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, we dated for four months and then we got engaged is what I mean. Yeah, that's true. And, but I don't know. We were just ready. It was like, okay. Yeah. So we, uh, we started dating and, it, and like she was saying, it was easy to get to know the other person whenever you're not like, am I attracted to you? And do I like you as a person? But I already knew that I liked her as a person. And then I was like, oh, yeah, I like you, too. I like like you. <laughs> I think that's why that kiss was so like such a game changer is because it was like, oh, there's this whole other side of this person that I didn't really know about. And I like that, too. So. Oh, thanks. Fell into place. Yeah. All right. We're all so how did you get a wedding together so quickly? Um, a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. My mom. <laughs> That's true. Magic elves. Yes, yeah. Exactly. Lots of magic elves. You know, like the elf on the shelf. There's got to be something for weddings that like magically does stuff. And we were, I mean, we had a summer to plan and then we had our winter semester and then we got married right before Christmas. So the summer we were both off from school, but we were still both working. Right. But that was kind of the time. And then once the winter semester started, we both were in school full time and working at night. So basically nothing happened for the first three months before. We you saw married. each other for like an hour a day, maybe. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, we were still in school. So we had a little bit more time. Yeah. But we were both working. So not much more time. Yeah. So you got married. And then once you were married, you were still going through school. Right. I still had a semester and he still had a year of undergrad. And then we moved up to Massachusetts for his grad school. And I started working. Yeah. As a teacher. Okay. So what's what's crazy about this, though, is that she, so she had a semester left, but her last semester was student teaching. Mm-hmm. And she started student teaching whenever the public schools went back. And the public schools went back before the college did. And so she went in and was like doing the student teaching stuff and then started the semester and still had to take like some night classes or something. And the the dean of her art school called her in and was like, yeah, you can't do that. We're going to have allowed to, to ha- take night classes and be a student teacher because you're supposed to devote all of your time to student teaching. Oh, and yeah, it's like the max credits that you're like allowed to take is just your student teaching. But I have never been an overachiever and I was that one semester because I started early <laughs> and it worked in my favor. I We both went in, we begged. We were like, I have to graduate. I have to make money. We just got married. We're poor. And he was like, all right, don't tell anyone. So, so I graduated. So I won't. Don't, don't tell anyone. <laughs> Listen. Don't, hey, listeners. Don't pass this on the podcast. Hey, listeners. This is our little anyone. secret now. <laughs> So yeah, it worked out. Yeah. So that is a lot of life changes at once. So you're still in college. You got married. You moved. You're in student teaching. You were grad school internship, wherever you were at that point. Like, how does a couple adjust? 
It wasn't pretty. <laughs> I'll tell you that. <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything. Our first year was, uh, it was just full of growing pains. <laughs> Looking back, we fought a lot. We cried a lot. We made a lot of hard decisions. We didn't agree on very much. Um, and we were both so opposite. I was just this art student girl that wanted to have a great time. And Zach was straight laced, had a planner from Franklin Covey. (laughs) And so the first year was like (sighs) trying to. Yeah, I I was the the goody two shoes where I was like, okay, so let's sit down and do this, this and this. And we got to map out our budget. And she's like, I don't believe in budgets. And I was like, we should start (laughs) believing in them. You know, so so things have uh, settled down a little bit. People are always like, watch out for the seven year itch. We're like, we just kind of got the groove of it. We just figured it out at seven years. (laughs) So Franklin Covey, the seven habits, were you a reader of that? I don't even know that I've read the entire thing. My dad carried around like one of those briefcase planners. Do you know what I'm talking about? With the handles that came out of it like it was a luggage bag or something. (laughs) So he had one of those for years. And so I started using one just to kind of like keep up with stuff. And uh, I just can't change it now. It's still going. I just don't sit down with her and be like, okay, so let's do this. And if I do, she joins in. So we're good. All right. Yeah. So, Alyssa, do you now believe in budgets? I do believe in budgets now. I have been converted. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) If only you could see our reactions. We got to do this on a video. There'll be a a screenshot. Don't you worry. Okay. (laughs) This will get screenshotted. We'll save it. (laughs) I have grown up and matured in that way. Uh, I've seen the benefit of budgets and now I talk to my friends about budgets and I would never (laughs) in a million years do that. (laughs) And that's whenever I look over at her and I'm like, who are you? Yeah. Just like three days ago, he said to me, "Um, did you just see we had a conversation about budgets and we just talked. And I was like, I'm so proud of us. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody got mad. We were just talking. Right. So, yeah, it's taken a while, but we're getting there. After seven years, anything can happen. Right. True. And because this is a technically nutrition show, we hear a lot about what happened on the financial end. How about nutrition and food related? How did you guys merge that together when you first got married, especially as, as students and learning, you know, cooking and grocery shopping on a budget and finding time among all of your student responsibilities? All right. So I'll start it out. I know that I'm not going to take the whole thing, but um, I think that most people that have worked in food service understand that you get food if you work in food service. And so I was working as, and my official title was nutrition ambassador, which basically I was a diet tech in North Carolina, but they don't have diet techs. They have nutrition ambassadors. And so I was at a hospital. And so um, we only had one car and I would ride my bike to work. From our, from our tiny apartment to the hospital. And then Alyssa some nights would come and pick me up and I would do the ever so romantic thing of bringing her a free diet Dr. Pepper that I could get from the cafeteria. And chicken strips and the best chicken strips I've had. 
and some hospital Still. chicken strips. Still. <laughs> what hospital is this? So we all know to go and check out the hospital for some chicken strips. We we can do a shout out to Cone Health in, in Greensboro, North Carolina. Yeah, Moses Cone, baby. Yeah. So so uh, that's one of the things is like we did what we had or like we, we worked with what we had. We didn't have a lot of money and uh, we were both working. And so you just kind of like survived. I don't even remember honestly we, what we did. Well, there was one thing that we did. We we had friends that owned a house and had a yard and they wanted to start a garden with yeah. us. And we were all about that. <laughs> so we shared a garden with them and we would get, you know, not enough to last the whole week, but enough for a meal or two every week. And that was really cool. Enough to, to see supplement. the benefits of that. Yeah. Yeah. And fun. That is super impressive. So do you remember some of the stuff that you grew? We grew zucchinis, tomatoes. We did eggplant. We tried to do corn. We realized that, um, so we tried to do it for two years. <laughs> yeah. The first year, nothing grew in a certain spot. And the second year we went in and tilled that spot and found out that there was a giant concrete block underneath it. Yeah. That used to be where the oil like tank was uh, next to the house. And we're like, well, no wonder nothing took root here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wow. But yeah, it was, it was, we got bell peppers and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah. That is pretty impressive. Resourceful. Oh, yeah, it was fun. It was mainly our friend's idea, but we hopped on board. Yeah. <laughs> and have you maintained that green thumb now in Florida? No. So, well, I'm you have to explain why. So we've moved eight times in seven years. Wow. Mm-hmm. And so now we we bought a house and we're going to be here for a while. And we have tilled up the backyard. We've dug it up a little bit. So we will be putting some stuff back there. Yeah. Because we're going to be here for a season and we could grow something. <laughs> okay. So you have plans to maintain the green. <laughs> yes. Right. Haven't to this point. Right. right. All right. Well, I expect to see pictures of this garden and all the progress. From, Done. from Done. little seedling, from whatever you do, prepping and little seedlings to corn growing out in your backyard. <laughs> as long as there's no concrete blocks, we should be fine. Yeah, yeah yes. right. No promises yet. And then you're going to ship it up to Jersey. And then Taco and I are going to have a Jersey corn to Florida corn taste test. A corn off. A corn off. <laughs> Perfect. Mm-hmm. I'm in. We'll just have to make sure it's some silver sweet corn. And okay. then, then we'll win. Oh, oh, oh. I don't know what the Florida sun does to corn down here. Let's not get cocky. It roasts it. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, if an orange or two pops up in your backyard, you can ship those up our way anytime. Right. Definitely. We talk all the time about getting some citrus trees. Yeah. Lime awesome. trees in the future. Nice. I would love to have a lime tree because all we do is buy limes and kill limes. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. I, I buy them. Brown, they like- are petrified. I went to get a, a lemon the other day out of the basket and this thing was just rock solid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's crazy how it happens. Like some stuff like oranges will get mushy. Limes? Nope. Well, they just like dry out. They how dry does that out. happen? They dry out. Yeah. <laughs> they just Taco, explain. Yeah. How does this happen? <laughs> uh, well, uh, I'm going to spoil the surprise. Uh, I'm I'm not a scientist nor am. What, what do you call uh, somebody who grows things? Uh, a gardener? A farmer, <laughs> a grower. No, like the science person. Like, a, is it botany? A botanist. A botanist. Is that a botanist? I, okay, so sure. like, yes, I'm not sure. a botanist. But I think what happens is basically that the juice just evaporates. 
I don't know how well you would do on Mars planting potatoes, Taco. No, I wouldn't. Aww. I wouldn't survive. I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be that guy. Okay. All right. Well, that's fair then. You don't have to worry about it. I've got skills and strengths that have nothing to do with growing food. (laughs) Perfect. You can make a lot of fertilizer though. You can make a lot of fertilizer though. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Don't kill the ozone taco. Come on. (laughs) Uh, So on that note, <laughs> You've uh, you graduated up from poor college students up to grown-ups. House sort owning, of. house owning grown-ups. Right. How have things changed and evolved in your health and wellness nutrition habits? That's a good question. I mean, you would think that with all the struggle that it would kind of be like, oh, we found this perfect situation and we've been perfecting it even more, but that's not true. I feel like with every place that we've lived and every stage of life, we kind of, I don't know, adapt in a different way. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's really what we, you've had to, we've had to do. So when we lived in North Carolina, you could like go outside when you lived in Massachusetts, you couldn't go outside. Well, you could, but for like four months out of the year. (laughs) Yeah. And so, so like, where you live influences things and not just temperature wise. So before we moved here, uh, we lived in a place that was a very rough part of town. (laughs) And so uh, just getting out and walking with our kids um, was not necessarily the, the ideal situation. As an example, I was walking my dog one night and this lady says, are you here for the drug deal? And I was like, no, I'm not. (laughs) I'm going to go now. (laughs) We can write a novel about living in that place. That is is straight out of a sitcom right there. The better part, though, is there was one guy dragging a TV face down, down the street. Yeah. Like, where are you going? Like a bubble TV. I was going to ask, like a flat screen? Are we talking like a tube TV? And he had had two of them. So he like both arms behind his back, dragging these TVs down the road. I was like, I don't know what he's like holding on to. The, the, the cable. The cords to plug it in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wonder yeah. how that went. Yeah, I'm pretty, so, sure, I'm pretty sure he wasn't planning to plug that TV in. Yeah, right. what was in it, but... No, exactly. <laughs> watching it was hiding like something. Yeah. And so when we lived there, there was not much like going outside and doing stuff. But we like to go to the beach because we live right near the beach. And right now where we live is like an awesome place. And so... We'll walk all the time. Alyssa takes the girls out for walks and they climb in in the stroller in the mornings, like waiting to go. Because they're ready to go. Yeah, it's really cute. And it's really cute. One of the things I like to do is ride bikes. And so I commute to work twice a week. And so that's one of the things that I've tried to keep consistent is is doing that bike riding. Yeah. Yeah. But on the food side, I think like our budget has determined what we can eat. Wait, what was that? Our <laughs> the B word. <laughs> <laughs> um, where we've lived has determined what we eat. Um, working, you know, us both working determined what we ate, and now having kids determines, you know, what we eat. So it is interesting to kind of see the ebb and flow of. Like when we lived in Massachusetts, we would make this um, sweet potato, like chili soup 
um, like spicy chilies. It's legit. And we we called it newlywed soup because we were newlyweds and we would make it all the time. And it was just like heartwarming to eat it, right? Because you're freezing or you're tired or whatever. And we haven't made that in Florida at all. Yeah. So like. <laughs> I still dream about that I, soup. Right. So I have a question. Do you A, have a recipe for the newlywed soup? And B, will you share it? with the yes. listeners and on my and on my website. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yes. I know, I know. It's a big ass. It's a big ass. <laughs> no, I don't. I honestly, I, yeah, I don't know found the recipe. From. I don't know what the name of it is, really. It's the newlywed soup. Oh, yeah. we're, no, we're, we're, we're dubbing it newlywed soup. I don't care okay. what the original recipe is. It could be like Grandma Edna's world famous <laughs> sweet potato soup. <laughs> newlywed soup. Yes. It's really, yes, it's really good. I have the recipe. I, I'm more than willing to share it with the world. They need it. Uh, okay. Well, if you ever need a reason to go to the show notes, this is going to be the reason. Newlywed soup coming your way. Yes, delicious. But you asked earlier, like how we melded our worlds of food. And one of the things is, is that I like, I'm kind of in the same camp as you are, Mandy, where it's like, I'm not a diet dietitian. I don't necessarily like the idea of limiting different foods, but Alyssa has type one diabetes. And as a result, that kind of shapes how we approach food too. So definitely, I mean, there's like a whole other world that's out there. And it's funny because people are like, oh, well, this is perfect. You have a dietitian and a diabetic. Mm -hmm. And it says, oh, it's a match made in heaven. You're like, I'm not her dietitian. You're like, right. I'm her husband. He's my husband first, which I didn't really make a big deal out of that when we first got together because I was like, oh, he can help me. I was in the same boat as everyone else, right? But he made a point of, I'm your husband first. And I didn't appreciate that until a couple of years in when I was like, okay, he's not trying to control my life. Um, you know, he's trying to be my husband. So which, he doesn't hover you know, over you. Hard and, enough. <laughs> so Zach's not hovering over you at every meal. Like, okay, did you adjust your carbs accordingly? Right. Okay. I do take a wooden spoon and smack her hand when she reaches for some yeah. mac and cheese, though. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. <laughs> I mean, it's the same thing to me, and I don't even have diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't make me sound like the nasty food police. <laughs> no, but people think it's that that's what we that do way. all the time. Yeah, exactly. They're like, oh, you guys probably don't ever get to eat anything fun. Like, I eat food. I'm alive. And like, yeah. those kind of go hand in hand. I know. Like, people probably think that you don't even own sugar in your house. Oh, yeah. Like, a lot like, of people are not, like, not, not a cup of sugar to be found. Right. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Too much stevia gives me a headache. So, we, no. <laughs> we only use turbinado sugar in the raw <laughs> or organic coconut sugar. That's it. Oh, it's so different, isn't it? Than yeah. raw, raw white bag sugar. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know, uh, Taco, maybe you can relate to this, but like, have you ever found yourself, you guys are both hanging out with a different couple and they're doing something funny with food and you look over at Mandy and you're like, why are they doing that? That doesn't even make any sense. And Mandy just looks at you like, <laughs> I have trained you up in the right way. <laughs> I don't know. I think I, I don't, I, What's what's a what's a funny food example? Like like a combo, like a weird combination. Do you want to talk about the brownies? These people might listen to our podcast. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> but we're we gonna spill on them. It. Okay. 
Oh, yeah, we did tell him. Oh, yeah. We told him like the second time we hung out with him. Okay. We went over to our friend's house and she was bragging on her brownies. And I was excited for some brownies. And she's like, no worries. They're healthy brownies. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, cool. I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> um, and she had made them with, it was something like. coconut sugar, organic coconut flour. Well, she said something like, there's no oil, no sugar, no... And I'm like, what's holding this together? Like, <laughs> But it it just tasted like dirt. And I felt really bad. And I was like, oh, what is this? But yeah, there was coconut sugar, honey, like cocoa powder. And I was just like, just make a brownie from a box. It's right. going to be the same. <laughs> or better. It's going to be better. It's going to be better and be better. less expensive. Yeah. 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 So no, I think, yeah. I mean, to answer your question, I, I don't think uh, that we, I mean, I don't try to, I, I, I don't really feel like I judge other people's foods very much. And I, I think as a couple, like if you're having dinner with us or something like that, I'm not really paying attention to it. I think, I think people pay more attention to what we eat than we pay yeah. attention to what other people eat. Probably. For sure. Yeah. Same I here. would definitely agree with that. Unless it's shocking. Like, what is this? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and we run into all the time where people are like, oh, don't look at the food that I'm eating. Mm-hmm. Or they're like, you can eat that? I'm like, yeah, I can eat whatever I want. Yeah. And I think like, because Mandy's kind of, this is her second career. So, uh, and it happened in the middle of our relationship where we've been together for a long time. So I think people like at least friends of ours that have been friends for years are used to us just being Taco and Mandy. And they're not, mm-hmm. they don't have the stigma of, oh, right. Mandy's a dietitian. I have to change you know, she's probably looking at my food differently or anything like that. So I think it might be a little bit different for us, at least with established friends. Sure. Um, you know, maybe maybe we'll have to like uh, consult some newer friends and see what they think. But yeah, I don't think I don't think we have quite that issue. No, but I mean, like I go to a lot of events, I go to a lot of networking events and they're usually food based and I'm sitting there eating and everyone's having their conversation. Oh, what do you do? What do you do? What do, you do? I'm eating like a breakfast burrito because we have our, our one weekly meeting at a burrito place. And I usually get like a breakfast burrito because they make them delicious and they put tater tots in them. So why would I ever skip out on that? <laughs> <laughs> so it gets around to me. It's like, oh, Mandy, what are you doing? I'm like in the middle of shoving my face. I'm like, I'm a dietitian. I'm like, taking a big bite of a burrito with tater tots in it. And, and they're like, don't you know carbs are the devil? I'm I know. Keto. And then meanwhile, yeah, meanwhile, someone's like bragging about, oh, like I don't need any sugar, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, this burrito is delicious. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you are missing out right now if you are skipping it. Yeah. Just saying. But yeah, I was I was actually I was doing a talk last week and one of the girls was watching me as I was like, make my plate. She's like, I'm gonna watch what Mandy puts on her plate. I'm like, I am I am the wrong person. <laughs> well, it's just we eat food. Like that's what we're we're people. Yeah. And I think a lot of people think that there's some magic food that we're eating that they don't know about. You're like, no, I mean, you eat food. That's how it works. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So Zach, what is your favorite term for the male dietitian? I, I think it's like root or route. Like which which one would you use? Is it route 44 or route 44? Right. I mean, like if you're with the people that can handle a dudetitian, then maybe a dudetitian would work. But dietitian is a little bit more socially appropriate, I would assume. But I think that only works with like dietitians because other people don't get that it's a big deal to be a guy. Yeah. And be a dietitian. Yeah, I think that's probably true. And I'm just kind of in the know because I'm I, I'm into I'm in the circle. Yeah. And, and <laughs> yeah, because like every time I go, every time I went to an event, whether it was from school all the way through current times. Right. I've literally seen one dude 
Yeah, we had a token male in my internship class. Yeah. I'm assuming you were the token male (laughs) in your internship class. Yeah. And it's always funny because people are like, oh, you had it set because there's all these girls around you. I was like, I'm married. Like, I'm good. Like, I don't need to, I'm like, not trying to find people to date. I'm good. You would come home from the internship and be like, oh, it's really hard sometimes to be around all these girls. I'm like, I know. (laughs) You're talking to a teacher. That's a girl. I know. (laughs) Yes. I I will say I successfully managed to pick two majors in my lifetime that were super female dominated. So my first major was advertising. So the entire ad PR program at Penn State was about 95% female. And I, I yeah. And I remember being at my college graduation and my, my boyfriend at the time, he's sitting there and he's like, you know, watching all the names go. He's like, I should have been an advertising major. I would have met so many girls. And then you go back to be a dietitian. It's like, again, it's like a 10 to one ratio of females to males in that, in that program as well. Can I, can I tell the field hockey thing or is that like bad? I don't know. What is it? So, so I, I told Alyssa, I'm like, I don't fit the mold of a dietitian because I feel like most dietitians are like five foot four brown hair, curly, like curly hair girls that were on the field hockey team. And they're like 115 pounds. And I'm just not that. And Alyssa was like, I don't know. And then she came to a conference with me and she's like, you weren't joking. They all kind of look the same. I mean, all the girls that are fresh out of school were definitely that way. Like 20, 21. They all seem that way. Yeah. So it's just like funny. Yeah. I'm definitely not that. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't see it in you. (laughs) Yeah. I I think it's the beard. I don't think I don't think you, I don't think this career is for you, man. Yeah. <laughs> they wouldn't let me on the field hockey team. So I should have known them. Uh, lacrosse was his backup. Yeah. Right. <laughs> They're not the same. True. So are people surprised when they come to your class and it's like, Oh, we have a, I have a male dietitian. That's my teacher. Dietitianist. <laughs> I think so. Um, and I tell them stories all the time about how people will say stuff to me because they don't expect anything from me. Um, like the other day I was in a a grocery store and this guy was like yelling about how all of the pesticides and Monsanto and just going off the deep end. And I just wanted to listen. Right. So I kind of just stood around the corner looking at the honey while I was just like listening to him yell at his friends. And, uh, so I tell my students about stories like that, but the best one was I was with Alyssa and we were at this store. It was like an international market. And this lady came up to us and told us if you put an apple in apple cider vinegar, then it would, it would go in and take the GMOs out of the apple cider or out of the apple. Hmm. And I'm like, "Mm." the worst part is she was so sincere. Yeah. Like she legit believed it. She wasn't trying to preach to us or anything. She was just like, you need to know this nugget of information. And we're both like, we didn't know what to say. We just looked at each other and we're like, oh no. Yeah. And so my students like get surprised because I am a guy, but I think like most people are surprised. And I'm not, I'm not like a small person. I'm not very big, but I'm not like really thin. Um, And so they're like, wait a minute, you must, I don't know. Yeah. It, I just am not like the picture of what they would expect. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So, okay. So first off, hashtag fake news. 
Apple cider vinegar will not remove your GMOs. (laughs) Don't try it at home, kids. I mean, you might like the sour taste of your apple afterwards, but you don't. Yeah, it's not changing. It it just makes it extra apple cidery. That's Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I just like the concept of removing GMOs. (laughs) Just by simple liquid. We're we're going to reverse genetically mutate. The power of Christ compels you. Well, that's the thing is you're like, I'm like, if you understand, like, any bit of chemistry at all. Like if you've ever seen a DNA, like it doesn't work that way. You don't just like go in and pop it out. Well, oh, we like need to remove Jimmy this Kimmel. light, right, Jim? Like, that oh, works. It's like those Jimmy Kimmel videos when they ask people like, what is a GMO? And they're like, I don't know, but I know that they can kill you. And the yeah. vibrations from no. it just, <laughs> okay. I don't know, but I know it's bad for me. Right. <laughs> go talk to your local Dietitian, dietitianist, dietitianist, <laughs> nutritionalist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, go talk to a registered dietitian and they will help set the record straight on the GMOs or genetically modified organisms for those of you who may be wondering what the hell a GMO actually is. <laughs> All right. Uh, I want to circle back around to, um, you know, you had brought up that Alyssa's a, a diabetic. So again, as a couple, you know, how do you guys work out mealtime? Is it usually catered towards things that um, are a little bit more, let's say, diabetic friendly? Or do you do separate meals? Or do you just kind of work together on it? Yeah, we, I'd say we do like planned meals, like four nights a week. Um, The rest is just like fend for yourself. We're tired. (laughs) to be honest, (laughs) like make your own scrambled eggs kind of nights. Um, But yeah, our meals are pretty much like there's a protein and then vegetable or, you know, a carb added onto that. But I guess you could call it diabetic friendly. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's diabetic friendly. I think the bigger thing is like the management of the diabetes and making sure that she's bolusing for Mm -hmm. the like the the correct amount of insulin for whatever whatever it is that she's eating is the bigger thing but we don't do a lot of pasta and a lot of rice and things like that so it's not like a carb heavy uh diet that we have but yeah but we don't necessarily like avoid it it's just kind of like built into what we do now yeah i guess like little tiny little choices on purpose have kind of added up to what we do now like in yeah exactly oh that thing yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like instead of i uh like instead of lasagna noodles i started doing zucchini and i only did that one time where i like slice the zucchini and then you have to grill the zucchini separately and then put las- the lasagna together it took me more than two hours oh. And I was we like, didn't do that again. this is not worth it for a second. <laughs> so I started doing zucchini boats where I would just like scrape a little bit out and put all the lasagna, like the meat and cheese inside of it and bake it so much faster and so many less carbs. So yeah. we just kind of have like made little choices like that. Yeah. yeah. And speaking of little choices, you have two twin girls. Two little choices. Yes. <laughs> well, maybe it was just one. It was, one it was just one choice that 
you know, got bigger two, than you may have planned. Two results. <laughs> two results. Twice, two results. It was a bonus. Yep. You may. Um, so now that they're, you said they're about 16 months old. So how is that yeah. going now with starting to raise them and their eating habits? Yeah. It's it's fun. It's, they they yeah. try like anything. So like they eat yogurt with chia seeds in it. Mm-hmm. Um, what are the like funny things would they eat? They eat brands brand flakes. <laughs> they, they don't care. They, like, they don't really know to, any different. But, yeah. Um. Yeah. It was really. I made their baby food when we first started feeding them, and. First off, she breastfed or she she pumped for 11 months. She's like legit. So when she says she's a dope mom, she's a dope mom. (laughs) (laughs) I was blessed with milk that I didn't think I could make. And I was like, this is happening. We're using this. So that was awesome. I I will say I I actually do have friends who have gone longer. So twins. Actually, I'm trying to think who else I know with twins offhand. So, yes, I think to go 11 months with twins is pretty. And tell the number. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, no, well, I mean, I just, I don't even remember the first year of their life. So when people are like, go you, I'm like, I don't even know what happened. I was in zombie mode. But... How did you do this? No idea. Right. It just happened. And they're still I just alive. To make it through. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We calculated it out that I made over 150 gallons of milk. Wow. Right? <laughs> yeah. Heifer mama. Maybe I should be a heifer mama, not a dope mama. <laughs> no, don't change. Don't change a thing. Dope mama okay. is the way to go for sure. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I made their baby food when they first started eating. And I just thought I'd experiment and try. We bought like an immersion blender and I just blended up, you know, fruits and vegetables. And then I ended up like falling in love with making their food because it was so easy and so cheap. Yeah. Um, and I just bought like frozen everything would, you know, boil it or nuke it, whatever I needed to do, blend it, and then they'd eat it. So I got to experiment with their food by adding stuff in when they were young. So yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. And now, I mean, like we don't treat any food as like off limits or weird. And so like, hopefully they pick that up and they continue to just keep trying different foods. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Doesn't mean they haven't had lucky charms in their life though. We're not like, you know, but they were organic lucky charms. I'm just (laughs) (laughs) They weren't. (laughs) Are are things like McDonald's birthday parties still a thing? I don't know. Gosh, with the sheet cake, with the like printed sugar sheet. Wow, you know a little too much about this. No, I was like, so no, here's what I remember. When I was a kid, like the characters, they were made in this like sugar, um, Mm. like these sugar, like I can't call them a sugar cookie. It was just made out of Sugar. sugar. But it was like, it was like, you got the Hamburglar, you had Grimace, you had Ronald, there's another, Mayor, Mayor McCheese. Oh, okay, so Mayor the McCheese? only, okay, so the only reason I can remember this is because <laughs> there's an Ozzy Osbourne cover band called, um, technically there what, are, what are they? A Black Sabbath. Oh, a Black Sabbath. There's a Black oh. Sabbath cover <laughs> band. You, Taco. Because they're called Max Sabbath. They're called Max Sabbath. <gasps> it, what? Just YouTube it. Yeah. YouTube Mac Sabbath. Okay. That's your homework tonight. Listeners, that is also your homework. Just <laughs> the, the guys in the band dress up like the characters from McDonald's. And so like you go through like, okay, that's clearly Ronald right. McDonald's. But they're all like deranged in some yeah. way. And so it's like Aquabats, but McDonald's. More even more like 
whacked out. Like just just picture, just picture a Black Sabbath version of the McDonald's characters. Yeah, yeah. and that's I'm thinking Halloween well, style, yeah. like right. Gene Simmons. Yeah, let's, yeah. Let's, well, let's they're like it the, up a little bit. Like yeah. there's like a um, <laughs> like Hamburglar, but he's in like a straight jacket. I think he's the drummer too. Like the Hamburglar, like playing drums with like a straight jacket on. Which it's, is a pretty big accomplishment. Uh, so anyway, it was worth like the fifteen dollars <laughs> we paid to go see the show. It was just every penny worth it. So that's how Mandy remembers who the McDonald's characters are. Because they go around and they they go around and introduce themselves. Because there's Slayer McCheese in the band. Yes. Um. So that's yeah. Awesome. So so bring it back to McDonald's birthday parties and McDonald's case. <laughs> I just think now, like, I guess I, I guess like that's not a thing day, anymore. McDonald's, yeah, I like don't McDonald's think so. birthday parties probably were like really cool, and now I just feel like if I went to McDonald's. And saw someone having a birthday party, I'd be like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, so the McDonald's yeah. by me when I was a kid, like, it had the best play, uh, I'm going to call it playground, play area. Like, it was just like, it was legit. There was like a merry-go-round and slides, but then like, they, they started to change it and like put all like plastic ball pits and that's crazy sadness. But I'm sure it's the exact same now as it was then. I might have, I don't know. I might have to make a, a trippy to the, <laughs> to the Madawan McDonald's so in New if Jersey. This, if this segment doesn't make the full cut, like, <laughs> cut this out. Dietitians reminisce about McDonald's birthday parties. Because we all went to one. Exactly. You were not a kid yes. in the 80s if you didn't go to a McDonald's birthday party. I don't know if ground rounds were everywhere, but ground round was a big thing in yeah, New Jersey like, when I was a kid. Like beef ground round? No, that's the yeah, chain. But it was but it was called it was called the ground round. But yeah, it was like hamburgers were their were their shtick. Mm. Um and yeah, I mean, I like, that, that was, was like, thing. that was like the big thing to have your birthday party because we didn't have bouncy, bouncy use and trampoline parks and wherever else kids have their birthday. Uh, this rock, is, this is climbing pre Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, we didn't have a Chuck E. Cheese. We had a, our own Jersey version of a place called the Razzmatazz. What? <laughs> so I'm going to the home of the Bada Bing. No, <laughs> it was probably owned by mobsters now as I'm thinking back in hindsight. <laughs> But, it was a, just a drug traffic site. It probably was. Like it was <laughs> in a very shady place because it was right off of the parkway. It's like right after you come off the off the Driscoll Bridge. Right there's still like the, the remnants dog. of uh, there's a movie theater that's abandoned now, and there used to be this place called the Razzmatazz next door. And as I'm reminiscing about the store, I'm like, oh, there's a lot of red flags now that I'm thinking about. <laughs> <laughs> strip club across the street or next door. Yeah. Yeah. So Shout out to anyone who grew up in Monmouth County. I think there was a roller rink near there, too. Like, I feel like roller rinks were built all at the same time, and no one's touched them since. (laughs) Yeah. They're either knocked down or they're still functioning the way they did. They they still look the same. I have have a bunch of friends. They recently had, like, their holiday party at some roller rink. I don't know where, but it looked like it just hadn't changed since the 80s. Like, same dirty skates. Yeah, same shoes, I was going to say. The carpet's the same. Yeah, Ugh. should never be carpeted. <laughs> the walls are still carpeted. <laughs> <laughs> so for your next romantic date night, hit up the roller rink. Yes. Uh, yeah, right. And plan a McDonald's birthday party. <laughs> you know, if there was a birthday party at Chick-fil-A, I would go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. 
Well, I know where you're celebrating your birthday today because <laughs> it's your birthday. Ooh. Oh, true, yeah, basically. Because right. we already know when this episode is going to air. So today, as you're listening to this episode, it's Alyssa's birthday. Wish her a happy Aww, birthday. Thanks, guys. Yeah, she's old. It's a good year. <laughs> I am three months older than Zach. So Jeez. I have three months more wisdom. <laughs> uh, you're going to hold that over his head till the end of time. Ever. That's right. Basically. <laughs> so with all of this wisdom that you now have as you are another year older, what are some ways that couples can learn how to, you know, better work together and kind of get over? I mean, you guys definitely had your share of challenges early on. What what yeah. advice can you give to the to the to the kids and the adults out there who are figuring it out for themselves now as a couple? Uh, stick it out. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you're going to fight about the laundry and whether you empty the pockets before you like when you take your pants off or whenever you put them into the the, the dryer or the washing machine. That was and it's a okay. serious brawl that we had about that. that so like, like what, so what is, what came out like doll, like money change chapsticks? No, if yeah, there like was money and like throat lozenges, like it was always some random thing. Something you know, sticky. Okay. So you always leave a, a packet of those Listerine pocket packs in your pocket. Oh, no. I am Come constantly on, I didn't know they still made those. pulling this out. Yes. I, I pull those out of the laundry constantly. <laughs> I like how this is like the worst. I'm the worst human being ever. <laughs> it's the worst. Like Meanwhile, it's usually like chapstick and throat lozenges, but Listerine pocket packs. Oh my god! Kind of monster these are you? Smelling minty. Yeah. <laughs> well, the thing is, the thing stays shut, so it's not like it. It doesn't get into the wash. No, it, it doesn't. And honestly, most of the time, it's usually an empty one. Right. Or they dissolved. I'm not quite sure. No, like what happens is, <laughs> I think they make it through the washer just fine. It's the dryer, then they become just one big solid that dryer around. <laughs> That's amazing that they don't melt and like leak out. No, they don't. I guess they need like, moisture. It, it yeah, snaps together pretty well. It, um, like it's pretty. Uh, I will say, well, I I'm glad that we had that fight at the beginning of our marriage and not now. Because with the girls, they just like hide stuff in the dirty laundry. Mm -hmm. We dried something and it had a, a glue stick. We dried a, a glue, glue stick. stick. <laughs> a hot glue stick is still in our dryer to this so day. So it's just stuck to the wall. I was like, what is this? It's a clear worm inside of our dryer <laughs> forever. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Anyways. But it wasn't in my pocket, so I'm okay. Yeah. We're good. Yeah. 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 So you're, you're no. in the clear. I think, yeah, being. I don't know, kind of respecting each other's individuality and the individual paths that you're on will help the path that you're both on, if yeah. that makes sense. I think for me, when I first got married, my big thing in all aspects, but including health and wellness, was I felt like I lost my identity. Like once we were married, I was like, now I have to be a wife. And I had all these like preconceived notions of what a wife should be. Very 50s, I'll say. <laughs> and uh, it just destroyed me. I felt like I had to be Zach's partner and that's all I was. And so it took me a while to kind of get away from that and, you know, remember who I am, remember my goals that are my individual goals. And so... Sticking with those. Don't just do something because your partner's doing it. You know, you do need to have a change of heart if you're both working towards the same thing. 
Yeah, that and that concept has come up a lot on this podcast and from a lot of guests and Taco and I have even talked about too, about the fact that, yes, you're in a couple, your relationship, you're a team, but you are still two individual people and maintaining that sense of identity, I think is important in having your own goals because while you support each other's goals, they don't have to be exactly the same. Right. Yeah. Cause uh, so for the first five years, probably I was like trying to get Alyssa to become a cyclist. I was like, you're going to love riding bikes. It's going to be so much fun. And I grew up riding bikes like every other kid. Like I liked bikes, but I wasn't. But she didn't love them. Right. <laughs> so you, you don't, you don't ride a bike to work or around no. town. No. Like I was the one that I was like, let's just get one of those bikes that has the bucket in the front. We don't need a car. A we'll just bike. get a bucket bike and ride our kids around town. Like legit when Zach was talking about him biking to the hospital when we first got married, I drove my car two blocks to campus. No <laughs> lie. <laughs> so I I'm I don't do that anymore. I don't drive two blocks hmm. somewhere, but still. <laughs> but yeah, so that like going back to like biking was my thing. And I wanted to share it because like, I I love it. And I wanted her to be able to like, feel that same joy that I get from just being able to like, get anywhere you want by your own power, right? And so she would go on bike rides with me and she had fun. But that's not what she likes to do. Mm -hmm. And so it came back to like, she like has her own things that she wants to do. And I have my own things that I like to do. And so just finding that middle ground really makes a difference. Yeah. And what was ironic is he wanted to share his favorite thing and I didn't want to share my oh, favorite thing. Oh, I forgot about that. Because oh, yeah. painting. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh I was an art ed major, but painting was my minor or my major, I should say. And so I would have oil paints everywhere in our house. I would always be working on a piece. And he would want to like sketch with me. He would come into the studio with me and I would get so protective. Be like, this is my thing. Don't talk about it. Don't touch it. Don't talk to my art friends. Like I got like super possessive. So that don't do that either. That's ugly. (laughs) Share your oil paintings. Right. (laughs) My favorite was there was one night we went to the studio at the school and I'm I was so embarrassed by this story. <laughs> Never mind, we won't tell it. No, it's fine. Uh, no, 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 no. You're well, not. You're not leaving this hanging. <laughs> well, we got to have a cliffhanger, right? Oh, I mean, no, you can. It's in it. the show notes. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> no. So um, <clears throat> we go to the studio late one night, so she can work on some art, and I'm like, well, I'll I'll try and do some stuff, and so I'm over there like trying to do things, <laughs> and Alyssa just kind of like keeps looking over at me. Like, like trying hey, to give him the eye, going? you know, and you're like, the telepathy isn't working. <laughs> Tap into my thoughts. <laughs> and so I'm sitting there like, just, I think we were painting, right? Or was it sketching? You were sketching. I don't know what I was doing. Probably working She was just eyeing me. That's what it was. And so, so I'm over there sketching and I'm like doing a little like pencil thing where you're like, oh yes, yeah, the angle is supposed to be around right, right about there. And uh, eventually she's like, can I talk to you in the hallway? <laughs> <laughs> So we we go into the hall and she's like, I don't think the people in here appreciate you making fun of them. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. was like, I'm not making fun of anybody. I'm really trying. <laughs> I felt like he was mocking us because he was doing like his like, I don't even know, art poses. 
I was like, stop it, stop it. So Alyssa, like, okay. you're crushing Zach's creative I spirit. I know, that's who I was, I'm telling you. <laughs> I've never sketched since. <laughs> and he that's never picked know. up a pencil since. <laughs> <laughs> now I make him do stuff with me. He's scared to, but we've, we've reached the middle ground. But I think another thing, so you asked like, how have you grown together and like things like that. So just like being able to laugh about those types of stories, I think is important and not be like super offended by something that's happened. But I think that that's something that we've been pretty good about is that um, even, even the idea that something can be a little too fresh, we're like, Oh no, that's wet paint. Yeah. Not- we call it wet paint. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We can't talk about that yet. Yeah. It's still wet. Yeah. Too soon. Right. Exactly. And so, yeah, so that, but then in terms of like nutrition and health, like we talked about before, just how often we've moved around and how that makes such a difference. And you're just adjusting all the time. I think that's made us really flexible and not thinking that it has to be a certain way. And we know there's sometimes where like this week is really rough and because it's really rough. We haven't really like planned meals all that much. And you know what? That's okay. You know, mm-hmm. because life continues to happen and like the 80-20 rule, what are we doing most of the time? Yeah, I think it's uh, refreshing every time this happens when we interview a couple because we interview a lot of dietitians to to hear kind of like the, hey, you know what? We don't have it all figured out. Let's just figure it out now sort of thing, right? Because I mm-hmm. think it's probably that misperception um, that dietitians have everything planned out, every meal all the way through and they're not normal people or whatever, but there's a lot that can be learned from your normal person experience, even though you happen to be a dietitian. Right. No, I'd agree. Yeah. And like you said, life gets busy and you may not have planned your meals, but you still ate. Mm -hmm. Right. Which is the more important thing. (laughs) Poor Zach had to make dinner tonight because I was asleep and the girls were asleep and he made a ton of spaghetti squash and then we didn't have time, so I we made, ate a I bowl made, of cereal yeah, before roasted, this podcast. Roasted sweet potatoes <laughs> and made spaghetti squash. And then it was like, okay, we just ate some cereal. Yeah, because we didn't have time to make all the fixings to put on top of it. <laughs> Guess what? I know what you're having for dinner tomorrow. Yay! And lunch. And lunch. Yeah. It's a ton. <laughs> but it works. Exactly. Um, so I want to go to, I haven't done this with a lot of guests and that, um, sometimes because I forget, but it's something I've been wanting to try and do. I'm calling a, uh, a lightning round. And oh, oh, it's, it's, it's not a how well do you know your partner, but it's more just, you know, what, how... Is there thunder? I don't know. We, have, we might have to get a, a thunder sound effect. Just there's put lightning. In. Lightning round. In the thunder. Thunder. Yeah, so we'll, we'll, we'll try and get the rights from uh, Imagine Dragons to play their song on this podcast. I'm sure Taco sure could yeah. sing it. I hear he's got some pipes on him. Super cheap. Yeah, but they're not in tune pipes. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Yeah, That's yeah. the catch. All right. Thunder and Lightning. Oh, 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 no. no. If you sing Damn. more than two bars, you oh, owe the money. I'm going to owe the money. Yeah, right. Shit. Don't, oh, no. don't do shush, it. Shush. Okay. All right. Or you can skip that. a note. Right. The cliffhanger, the epic cliffhanger. Yeah. Yes. Or I'll, I'll, pull, I'll pull, pull, pull the vanilla ice where it's dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Yeah, right? Yeah, a it's a little different than dun, 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 dun. Yes. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Oh, my God. Completely different. All right. Back to the lightning round. All right. Alyssa, if Zach was on his own for dinner, what would he eat? 
man. He would steam <laughs> a bag of broccoli and make tortellinis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, or leftovers. Boil it real quick. Or let that's it. Leftovers. I don't ever eat leftovers. So, so Zach somebody, eats all those. So somebody's got to eat them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then same question. Zach, what would Alyssa have if she was on her own? Cereal. Boom. Organic Lucky Charms? <laughs> no. Yes. <laughs> no. Chocolate milk. It would probably be it, if, if, uh, if she had gone to the store and seen him, it would have been pumpkin spice Cheerios. Yeah. That's a thing. It is. They're really good. They're not that good. <laughs> That's why I like them because they're just fine. This is the, you're, this is the slowest lightning round so far. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> I feel like we're striking and we're just staring right. there. Yeah, some thunder. All right, Alyssa. If there was one article of Zach's clothing you could throw away, what would it be? Oh no, mm. <laughs> Josh Kelly T-shirt. But he loves it so much, so that would kind of kill me. But if I didn't like him so much, I would throw this shirt away. <laughs> Zach, do you have a response? Do you have, do you have an article of clothing of Alyssa's that you would throw away? Tomorrow? Oh, the article of clothing. I thought we were going to talk about my shirt. But okay. No, I mean, we no. can talk about the shirt. I mean, if you feel like you need to defend yourself, you can. But I feel like... Is, is, it worth really falling on the, is it worth falling on the sword for? I don't know what that means, but sure. Um, hurting no, so, yourself. Like defending yourself for the shirt. I mean, yeah. I don't wear it often enough that it matters, so I don't care. I just like it because it's one of those It's like I've had long enough that it's comfortable, right? Yeah. Um, what would I throw away? I'm too good at taking <laughs> of updating my wardrobe. That no, what I was gonna say is those uh, the fishnet stockings, but you don't have those. No, that was just for our engagement. He was so and I was like, get rid of those. Uh, I'm gonna right propose to you. I don't want those to be. <laughs> he did. Like he told me to go take them off <laughs> because he was embarrassed. I didn't know I was gonna get engaged that night, but. I probably still would have worn them. Probably. Him. Those sound like some lucky stockings. <laughs> right? <laughs> I would keep those around for, for memory purposes. Right? <laughs> All right. Uh, last question. Alyssa, if Zach could get on the plane and go anywhere on his own, where would he go? Mm, France during the Tour de France. Nice. Mm-hmm. Cool. And, That's true. And Zach, um, where would Alyssa go without you? Italy. All over. It's true. I'd sleep on the streets to go. <laughs> she would not say, sleep on the streets. I mean, you no. wouldn't let her. But if she was on her, right? No, I would that's not let it. her. That's it. Thank you. But she probably would. There's a funny story about homelessness, but that's neither here nor there. We'll talk uh, later. No, we have too many stories. You guys have a ton of stories, so we might just have to have you back and share some more stories Done. at some point. All right. So, any final words of wisdom for our couples out there? You got this. Yeah. Congrats for making it this far. You can do it. <laughs> Make it to the next kiss. Make next it to kiss. the next kiss. <gasps> can that be a bumper sticker? Hashtag? No, we're making a t-shirt. We're making a t-shirt. <laughs> we like it. And we get a free one, right? Absolutely. Yes. Perfect. <laughs> make it to the next kiss. There we go. T-shirt. I've been, I've wanted to make some t-shirts and some swag, so... There we go. Way to go, Taco. Good job, Taco. That's the best. Awesome. All right. Well, Zach and Alyssa, do you guys have anything that you're working on personally, professionally that you want to share with our listeners out there? Mm, I am an artist, as we talked about, but I make little art cards that I sell at a local gallery. 
So that's been something really fun that I have been working on. Yeah. And I actually just finished a book. It came out in, in November and it's called The Creation Code. And it takes into account the seven days of the biblical account of the creation and melds it with the behavior change or the stages of change model that dietitians use. So it's like, what can you learn from each day in order to create the changes that you want to see in your own life? So that's out on Amazon. And then I have a podcast, actually. It's called The Latter-day Saint Nutritionist. And I talk about like food, faith culture, and science to kind of like meld all of those together. Cool. Very cool. And we will have links to both in the show notes. So you can head to Amazon, you can head to iTunes and anywhere yep. else where podcasts, yeah, it's all over. where podcasts are found. Well, that is super impressive. I'm I'm most impressed about the book because I'm impressed by any of my colleagues that get a book out. I'm impressed by art cards. And art cards. And... <laughs> One lucky listener is going to get a free copy, not just of Zach's book, but is also going to score some art cards handmade by Alyssa. So you can head on over to our show Instagram at nutrition underscore nuptials, and you'll get instructions on how to enter to win. And if you are a Patreon supporter, as well as on our mailing list, you will also get a little added entry into the drawing. So good luck. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> and Zach uh, or Alyssa, if anyone wants to connect with you in the social realm, where's the best place to find you? Zach Cordell RDN. That's on Facebook and Instagram. I'm not a snapper. Um, yeah. And I'm on Twitter, but it's Z Cordell RDN. I don't really tweet much. I'm not that cool. So Facebook and Instagram. All right. So find Zach, Facebook, Instagram. Get your inspiration from there. You can uh, check in on uh, how him and Alyssa are fending for themselves and together and getting through this crazy thing called marriage. How they're making it to the next kiss. And how they're making, making it, to, it the to, next, the next making it to the next kiss. Oh, so good, Taco. For real. I'm good for a, a, a word snap here or there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, Zach and Alyssa, thank you guys so much for joining us today. It was a pleasure chatting with you guys, hearing all about your stories. It sounds like we have barely scratched the surface on your stories that you have. This is true. Yeah. So we got stories for days. <laughs> so it sounds like we'll, we'll have to have you guys back on to the show and share some more adventure and stories. And I'm sure as the girls get older, you'll have even more stories to share from that end as well. For right. sure. Yeah. Thank you so much for having us. It's been a blast. Yeah. Abs. You guys are pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> Same. Yeah. All right, Taka. So that was that was quite the episode, quite the double date there. Yeah, double date. And um maybe it'll be a double episode someday. I know. Repeat repeat visitors. Yeah. Repeat dates. Absolutely. I hope I hope the second date can top the first. Yep. All right, guys. Well, thanks again so much for tuning into the Nutrition Nuptials podcast. If you would like to connect with us, you can always shoot us an email, podcast at nutritionnuptials.com. Let us know what you're digging. Let us know what you want to hear. And if you feel that you're a couple that maybe has something to share as far as living your best life ever together, you can let us know. And maybe you can have a double date with Taco and Mandy. And for those of you that want to connect with us in the social media world, you can follow the show at nutrition underscore nuptials over on Instagram. 
You can follow me over on Facebook, Pinterest, YouTube. There's probably another one I'm totally forgetting. Those are all at Mandy Enright RD. And you can get more information about the show, including our show notes, recipes, exercises, and more over at the blog that started this all, nutritionnuptials.com. If you'd like to support the Nutrition Nuptials podcast and our mission to help couples learn how to live their happily, healthfully ever afters, head on over to iTunes, rate the show, leave a review. We love to hear what our listeners are digging about the show. And if you want to become a super VIP of the Nutrition Nuptials podcast, there's a couple ways that you can do that. First is heading on over to Facebook and joining the Nutrition Nuptials podcast VIP after party. It's a free group where you can chat with fellow couples, Chaco and Mandy, and keep the conversation going after the show. The other way that you can help to support the show is heading on over to patreon.com slash nutrition nuptials and becoming a show supporter. We have options at the dollar, $5 and $10 levels where you can become a show supporter and get lots of great benefits, including special discounts, opportunities to win uh, special giveaways, as well as, as I mentioned, uh, discounts on any programs or services that we are offering here at Nutrition Nuptials. So head on over patreon.com slash nutrition nuptials, become a show supporter. And as a reminder, we have a couple of goals over on Patreon that we're looking to hit. The first goal that we hit once we reach it is um, listeners, you guys might actually get to learn the mystery of why taco is called taco. So stay tuned, head over to Patreon and um, let's get the mystery revealed. We also have some special Patreon-only content that only our Patreon supporters have special access to. So check it out. And you can get more information about the show, including our show notes, recipes, exercises, and more over at the blog that started this all, nutritionnuptuals.com. Thanks everyone so much for tuning in and for saying I do to your happily, healthfully ever after. Adios, amigos. Take us out, Taco.